I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you like pina coladas and getting sick on yourself. You're listening to Bandwagon. I did. I you you were just showing off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching too much TikTok. Yeah. What's oh, your? Can, you should do one there of them. Is just flexing the one should, of the run videos. Should, yeah, you should do an Ariana run video. They're all too harsh. Like I, am I'm gonna do one, but I can't even say. Um, that's not true. I'm gonna do one. Um, I told you about this already, but I want to paint myself green and wear my dress for that. We I wore at the live show and pretend I'm Elphaba from Wicked and, and like try to do the run at the end of The Wizard and I but like I want to do a baddie that it's funny do you know I actually that would be very funny I what about those shorts that I wore to the live show they're like bright green but should you won't be seeing them under my witch dress anyway oh yeah true oh sorry it's just your face if just, anyone has green face paint at home when you post it to me please because it's in the name of TikTok if not I'm going to use a green light or something face. I'm gonna I'm gonna start asking for stuff on this podcast because Breed also previously asked for jigsaws and got jigsaws sent to her house. I got I'm three jigsaws for money. I'm literally just gonna start asking for money. <laughs> ask for money, but hey, um, God, I don't have any money in my house, so if you just post me a tenner, I would appreciate it. Um, why are we Why are we so, back, Fanula? Why are we back? Thursday? Um, so when we did this episode, we put up we initially put up a question box and we kind of put a call out for people's stories and um, but we put up fairly late and it actually ended up rolling over and we got so many stories that we said do you know what this will be a good like end of week treat for people and I put a smile on people's faces 
So we're recording a little bonus episode for y'all with all of your stories. And some of them are absolutely hilarious. And I can't wait to share them with you all. And thank you yeah. for sharing with us. Coach. Yeah, a lot of the ones that came in after we'd recorded or after the episode went out actually were so just ridiculously funny that we, they couldn't go unheard. Um, while I'm here, can I actually clarify? So if you listened to Drinking Part 1, um, you might remember me saying that I was texting um, my friend Shane about a story of his friend um, getting sick in his pocket. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he didn't, he didn't text back. He just goes, ha yes. He actually did follow up like a couple of hours later, but he didn't at the time because he was playing Call of Duty. So I'll kick off with that. Um, so he's, hi, Shane. Um, uh, he said, a few of us sitting around the table out my back after a night out. Smoked a few. I'm winking. It's not a visual medium. Uh, I think you're clapping your hands. No, I'm, I'm winking, but I'm like clicking my mouth as well. Okay. Anyway, smoking a few... Well, hey, smoking a few, <laughs> that's where you go with the slide whistle, you go. Oh, yeah, hang on. Oh, quick. I have it, I have it. Okay, sorry, I'll say it again. Okay, so starting again. Wait, wait, wait. Few of us sitting around the table at my back after a night out. Smoked a few. <laughs> I knew um, that was coming on me. Uh, Ado stands up and asks if I'm okay with him getting sick in the bushes, because they're actually out. <laughs> I asked, would he not just go inside to the bathroom? Uh, he stands up, goes over to the bushes and comes back over to us after a minute. Dan spots something small and shiny on his sleeve and asks him what it is. Ado said he doesn't know and goes to wipe it with his other sleeve, which results in even more shiny substance now on both sleeves. I then asked him what the shiny substance was on his jacket. He then rubs it with his sleeve, leaving a large coverage of shiny substance on his jacket. Then Dan spots something shiny sticking out of his pocket. Ada then reveals there was sick in his pocket. And I've heard that story before. Well, we, they've definitely told us this before. Like. They told us that on the beach that day, I think. They they really lived the whole time. like. Yeah. That just reminded oh. me, do you remember, we? this is another drunk story on my part, but do you remember we were at an afters with that same group of people in a house I don't remember and do you remember I was getting sick in the bathroom and I went to leave the house because the family were all asleep upstairs and I ran face first into the sliding door. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. that was, I, wish I got that on video. That was not that long ago. That was long enough ago. It was probably a year ago. Do you remember as well in Amy's house that time and we got, well, I got really drunk and I... Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you tried to get I, in the cupboard. And I tried to get into the cupboard and one of the lads was... <laughs> Niall like it was Niall 100% Niall said something really 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 harmless right what do you remember happened I was trying to get into the cupboard and everyone was like why are you trying to get into the cupboard no and me and Niall discussed it the next day and we were I think we I went Fanula would never fit in that cupboard and he was like oh god yeah she'd never get into that cupboard and then we I don't know if we called you like Harry Potter or something because you started to get into like it, when I say cupboard it was like a press under the sink and he started he started to get in and we were I don't know if he like put his foot to try like like lightly tap you in or if he said something like it was no one copped it at the time and you literally got up and ran out of the house and went home <laughs> oh so it took everyone, such offense to it everyone was like why did you leave I was like oh, I don't know I woke up next morning with fear of just being fucking way too overdramatic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the least oh, offensive person yeah. yeah, truly. Um, um, 
Do we what good ones do we get in from people? This one came in that I just thought it was so funny that we had like this is the first one came in that after we'd recorded that I thought it warranted a shout out. So I'm I'm we're not I don't think we should mention names of anyone today, just to be safe. Oh yeah, sorry, I just ratted out all of Keen's friends, but we won't we won't be fine. We won't do it to our precious baby listeners, don't worry. Sorry to the ones who we did use names in the first episode. Lol. Anyway, um, yeah. So this is from a girl she went. Oh Lord, just listening to your drink episode of the podcast and got a flashback when you mentioned approaching a drunk, a celeb drunk. I followed Dahi O'Shea up Shop Street chanting, Dahi O'Shea is looking for the shift. (laughs) 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 Needless to say, he was not impressed. (laughs) And like the looking for the shift thing is all in caps. So she must have been screaming it. I have this idea of like a parade going up Shop Street like, (laughs) Dahi O'Shea is looking for the shift, looking for the shift, looking for the shift, like banging pots together. <laughs> oh my god, iconic now, iconic. Will I keep going? I will, yeah, actually, do you want to keep going and then I'll bring up one next? Yeah, I have a few quick ones. So this, uh, uh, what first time I got blind drunk, I threw up in my foot spa beside my bed instead of a bucket. Nice. That's exposing that that person is very middle class because who owns a foot spa in this day and age? Yeah, we, we have a foot spa. Oh, um, of course. <laughs> I think mom has a foot spa, not me. I've only used it once. <laughs> oh, I once woke up at my desk on a Saturday after a night out. We weren't even drinking in the office. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is uh, the absolute worst hangover ever. Yeah, no, that Jesus. is very 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 not great like um me and my friend always try and fail to do the dirty dancing lift and end up flat on our faces every time i can relate to that sorry there was a there was a funny one and it was just the way they wrote it i'm actually going to take these from the question box as well as opposed to the emails let me bring it up one sec people won't stop going live and i keep pressing the things um (laughs) Do you know when the notification comes up and you have to automatically go into it? It's so annoying. Yeah. So, <laughs> sister got so drunk at her aunt's 68th, she shit herself when she came home. Oh and my then God. Just ends with destroyed a couch. <laughs> <laughs> like, no emojis, no punctuation, destroyed a couch. Hate oh. that. Like, what That's kind cool. of couch was it? Was it, it was it cream? Like, was well, it, it definitely wasn't leather. You'd clean a leather couch. Like, you would, you would, you would. You'd hope anyway, you would hope. Um, on the oh. first night of my six-year holiday, I got absolutely pissed and went into the wrong apartment. It was a family with two young kids. I proceeded to puke. Uh, oh, where's the next bit? I proceeded to puke all over the gaff, sprayed the mother's perfume, apparently to mask the smell. No recollection of this myself. Vaguely remember running to my own apartment next door in terror to sleep it off. Woke up the next day to the hotel manager explaining the situation to me, to my violently hungover self. Always lock your balcony doors, kids. That is grim. Oh, that is really, really not good. (laughs) Actually, did I tell you my housemate at when, I don't know, was it after the the bottomless brunch that was truly bottomless the other week? But like one of the days in quarantine, because we're all, as we said, we were all drinking so much and whatever. Um, She went to bed and went to have like a drink during the night and thought she got her big bottle of water. She's this like tankard of water. She brings her and drinking with her. 
um, and she reached and uh, accidentally drank her missler water instead. Oh Christ! I have one she like said, that actually. In she the said same her throat vein. was like. In, oh, in, she was like, I thought I was gonna have to go to the hospital. Now, might have been a mild exaggeration, but definitely wasn't a pleasant experience. I would imagine. But like, how did she like the the lids on those missler waters? I have no idea. But the reason why it reminded me of that was this email from a listener. Oh, hey, that's probably what I'm thinking of. A big fan of the Potter. Thanks so much. This is my go-to drinking story. Enjoy. I was on holidays in Tenerife with my girlies. Her words, not mine. I came in after a night out and all I wanted was a drink of water. I remember going into the bathroom and then there's a bit of a memory blip. Next thing, I'm walking out of the bathroom with a bottle of water in my hand. I take a big sup and immediately have to run and get sick. I'm so confused. My first instinct is that I've been spiked, obviously. Yeah, fair. So I ring my friends. I'm telling them I've been spiked when I look down and see a bottle of Alberto Balsam shampoo beside me. And then I realize that my mouth tastes weirdly of raspberries. Yep, I had drank some gorgeous shampoo, think it was a bottle of water. Honestly, that's what I get for going to Tenerife. <laughs> Iconic. Oh, Alberto uh, Balsam as well. Like that's, that's the deal. That is so, like. so highly fragranced. I won't have a bad word said about it though. It is decent. The conditioner, like. Yeah, okay. Um, this is oh, a great one. Oh, all right, fucking <laughs> Kevin Aquan. Bo- I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of a hair care brand. Joyco, babes. Um, my boyfriend got so drunk that he scaled the flagpole outside the yacht club in Dunleary, <laughs> South County, Dublin, I know, and robbed the Irish flag from it. Apparently it was stuck on quite well and the feral fuck gnawed through some duct tape. <laughs> To get the flag, to get the flag loose enough to grab it and run, he woke up the next morning to his mom screaming at him. She made him iron it and marched him back down to the yacht club to hand it in. Could you imagine? Oh my god, no! Like I, no, I couldn't do. Like chewed through it, like chewed your duct tape. You chewed duct tape, but like climbing the flagpole—that's that takes some athleticism. Fair. Um, we had another email in here because we had a brief discussion about like the things that you buy online like when you're absolutely crazy trash faced um, hi all I love that she said all um, I wanted to add to your list of drunken stories I have many but I'll narrow it down to one by the way I also have drunken Pat Burn stories but they'd be too bad to share why have so many people encountered Pat Burn previous singer of The Voice Ireland when they're drunk like oh my god he is he needs to be stopped. He's omnipresent. Did he win the voice or was he just on it? He won, didn't he? Well, I, think, I think he won it, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, so this person continues. I got very wine drunk one night on online shopping. Woke up to the email stating I spent 200 euro on Amazon. I decided not to check to see what I bought and treat it as a nice surprise when the items arrived. I have loads of little bits and bobs in my wish list, so I was looking forward to the big box coming. It was delivered to work and everyone came into the office when they saw the van arrive. I rummaged through all the parcels to find what I thought would be a big box for me. Oh no, that didn't happen. Amongst the rest of the other parcels for work was a tiny box. I cannot exaggerate how tiny the box was with my name on it. Lo and behold, I didn't empty my wish list and treat myself to loads of little things. I bought a smartwatch. Bear in mind, I haven't worn a watch since my communion. It has been worn a total of four times in the last four years and is now too old for the phone I have and doesn't work. Like that's very like you know when you're going to bed and you're like I'm I'm gonna transform my life this is it like I'm never doing yeah. Fitbit.com like get, yeah getting up at six to run a marathon or whatever never happens yeah. oh no and that's like a that's a hefty price to pay like 
Yeah, same. I don't think I've ever done. I don't think I've ever bought anything that I haven't used. Oh, sorry. At Kerry McIntyre's 21st, I spent, I deleted my Twitter, so I won't have the exact figure. But I went to Mace afterwards and I th- it was at least, but I think it could have been more, spent 40 euro on deli food to bring back to the house for everyone. So that oh. like Ash Browns that was. And bought a copy of the Farmer's Journal because I think the, there was a guy at it and he wanted it and I was trying to impress him. Who knows? There's who knows honestly who knows and then the next day we stayed up until like 6 or 7 a.m this was when Kerry lived in Galway the next day we went up and we went to the bloody Radisson Hotel at 9 a.m because Total Vintage were doing a poxy kilo sale and we all walked in looking like the cast of The Walking Dead like I don't know who we thought we were trying to go to that I did not buy a single thing and Kay McCarthy was with me and he puked the whole way down the road to the Radisson I've seen Kay McCarthy get sick a few times, so I can only imagine how many times you've seen it at this stage. Oh, well, I mean, same for him with me, like, you know, but yeah. yeah. Um, you must have got a really good deal on Saucy Rolls, did you? I, yeah, I can't. A I really bad deal. I think it was like, I think I got wedges and hash browns and that was it. I don't think they ever. you are worth of wedges and hash browns. Are you taking the piss? Like it was obscene. It was really obscene. You got ripped off. Like, I got a lot of food, though. Like, it's okay. really, it fed everyone in the house and a lot of people went. Anyway, enough about me. This is how I want all my nights out to end. Maybe not, actually. I think I take it back already. Okay. Hi, girls. Love the pod. In college in Galway, I got so drunk that I had to leave the nightclub, flagged a taxi and got home. The taxi driver was so nice to me that he brought me in home, got my duvet and pillow from my bed and brought it down to the couch, got me a pint of water and got a saucepan for me to get sick into. (laughs) Girl, you didn't just get a saucepan to get sick into. You got a boyfriend. (laughs) Hello. Read the signs. That's oh so cute. How so, drunk do you have to be? I mean, it, there's it's either like the cutest thing ever or the creepiest thing ever. It's a fine line. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, do you have another one that you want to share? Uh, oh my God, yes. So you know our good friend Hannah Breen. I do know our good friend. Fuck, I, sh- I shouldn't have named her, but it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, where call she- let's call her. Let's call her Hannah. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on, let me. She sent me a text earlier when she saw the call out, and I actually remember this story. It's very funny. Um, don't know if this is funny enough to make your drink episode two and it was too long for Insta but I just remember this and I cringe for my life. After a night out in Workman's in first year we went to McDonald's on O'Connell Street after. I was at the front of the queue and was very drunk. I kept wondering why your man serving me was looking at me weird. One of my friends beside me started creasing themselves laughing. My top had slipped and my left boob was on full show at McDonald's at three in the morning. For the whole world to see, I was mortified. My name is still Hannah Nips in Nadine's phone. <laughs> Six oh years my later. God. Dinner at a show. Do you know Dinner what that just reminded me? Do you know what that just reminded me of? Um I have a friend who I, I don't want to expose them, but they might have already been mentioned uh on this podcast. Um 
and it, we were out and there was a group of us out it's definitely Shane is it <laughs> yeah actually it doesn't matter yeah and we um we had gone I don't know what we'd gone to but I wasn't drinking and I was driving home and I was going to bring them all home whatever and we the lads were like no I, we want food first whatever so we went and Shane started like screaming at the machines that you put your order into <laughs> being like <laughs> being like Alexa <laughs> 12 chicken nuggets please and I was like I thought I was like people thought I was drunk I was his I could not <laughs> so he was going up he wasn't like slapping them he wasn't being like but he was like oh my god he just oh it was the funniest thing I think I've ever I thought I was going to give myself a hernia from laughing honestly one of the best and like but it was also like I desperately wanted to, I just wouldn't go home because he was like here I can't order my food she won't listen to me Alexa uh, sorry if that's inadvertently set off anyone's Alexa but it's uh, too funny Um, I have two here from the same person do it um, I was listening to the drinking podcast yesterday in my hammock why does everyone have hammocks ex- except me um, <laughs> get a hammock it'll cure your depression I know I should um, and it brought back horrific drinking related memories please 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 keep this anonymous hopefully I haven't identified you uh, with the hammock detail it's not brief um, yeah. this first story she said I've never told anyone the story no one knows this happened other than my college friends when I was in second year of college I smoked some do you have the slide whistle yeah, bear, bear with me. Okay, so when I was, yeah, when I when I was in second year of college, I smoked some. <laughs> it was worth every penny. Um, <laughs> Fifty euro that cost me. And drank before a night out. Now I had never smoked. Oh fuck! I put it down. <laughs> before, so I didn't really know the effects of it, and my friends were too drunk to know any better. The last memory I have of that night is getting the taxi into town. So here's what happened according to my friends. We tried to get into one club, but I tripped over the barriers outside and knocked every single one of them over. Not a chance of me getting in there. We tried another club. By some miracle, I got in. But sure didn't I only go straight into the bathroom and I fell asleep in a cubicle. That's in all caps. I've been there, girl. I've been there as well. Like fully conked out of sleep. My friends thought this was hilarious. Eventually, the woman security in the bathroom got us out. I then proceeded to fall asleep on the dance floor. Again, all caps. Got kicked out. I started to get sick everywhere outside. Got a taxi home eventually. Got sick in the taxi. You are having an absolute nightmare overnight. My friends had to physically force me to give money for the fine. Skipped to the next morning. I woke up with the worst fear of my entire life. No phone, bag, purse, car keys, house keys to be seen. I found out later that day my friend had all my things, so all was good. That's a good friend. And then she says, but wait for it. I had shit on the floor because apparently I couldn't make it to the oh. bathroom tonight. Oh Worked my God. My entire life. Don't smoke the devil's lettuce and drink on the same night. Kiss, kiss. The devil's lettuce! Um, and then, well, she didn't say that I did. I, Because I, <laughs> I didn't think you'd have time to get a slide whistle. Okay. The on devil's the lettuce. Person, this is story two. It was my friend's 18th birthday, and as you do, we were all absolutely langers. Her sister had made jelly shots with rum. Oh, I'm so glad jelly shots are not a thing anymore. No, I, I used to make them all the time. I'd believe it. I'd believe it. When was the most recent time that you made them? Actually, it's been a few years. We also tried, you know, the watermelon with the vodka. 
This would be mad for those. Did it work? The jelly, the jelly shots never worked. Like you would have to actively like break the plastic cup to get the jelly out of it. Yeah. Did you ever try Skittles vodka? Yeah, we did that, didn't we? Oh, I don't think I did. Yeah, you name it, babes. I've done it. <laughs> oh, mega legend. Anyway, sorry. So back to this. She's at her friend's 18th. They're making jelly shots at rum. Um, I could barely handle three cans of cider, let alone shots of rum. Fast forward, I got home, was safe in bed. Then the room started spinning. I felt like I was on a carnival ride. Then before I know it, puked all over my bed sheets. Fuck. Right. So I took the bed sheets off, threw them in my wardrobe. Mammy would never notice. Ha ha ha. Good one. Next time my mother would not look at me in the eye. Not a word spoke with me. Then at around 8pm, she comes into my room. I found the bed sheets. I'm not fucking stupid. Then radio silence. She didn't talk to me for about four days. I felt shame like I've never oh. felt before. This really made me realise I need to cop on and maybe count down a lot. Definitely matured me a lot. That's very similar to pretty much all of my stories. So, um, can relate, my gal. Don't worry, it's all fine. We all yeah. turn out well. Oh, yeah. Um, this is another one from me. <laughs> we were coming out of Crow Park. No, this is not from me now. This is from uh, a listener. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we were it's important out- to clarify. Yeah, we were coming out of Crow Park from a concert where I'd been on the wine very early and it was very sunny, which I'm convinced makes me even more pissed. Anyway, when it was over and we were all stuck in queues to get out um, and my friends were pure miles ahead, pissing themselves laughing, I was getting right thick with the person in front of me telling them to move. And it turns out it was, in fact, not a person I'd been behind at all, but an electricity pole chatting away to it. (laughs) (laughs) In In a queue by an electricity pole. I do. The sun absolutely messes you up yeah. if you're on the sun. I agreed. The heat goes to your brain. Absolutely. I have another one here. Um, when I was 18, I was at a party that my friend's boyfriend was invited to and my friend and I decided we wanted to go. So basically we crashed this 18th. Have you ever crashed a party? Or like? Yeah, I crashed a few 18ths in my day. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Yeah. Makes you sound like such a cradle snatcher. Um, no, I was like, I was definitely like 18 as well. Um, it was mostly in Tinnahili. If you know Tinnahili, you'll know it is not a buzz. Anyway, fair. go for it. Um, I hadn't drank in months due to the leaving, so I was buzzing for a night out. My friend is usually my mammy on a night out, but because she was too busy with her boyfriend, I was let free. I had multiple fights with the bouncers because they wouldn't let me wear my slipper socks because my heels were hurting me, even though there was only plastic cups at the venue. I really don't remember the rest of the party until it was time to go. My mom was picking us up and was outside as I strolled to the stairs to leave. I tripped to my heels and tumbled down the stairs, flashing my friend and her boyfriend and the bouncers. Luckily, I don't know how I only came out of it with a bruise. The bouncers looked at me in shock to see if I was okay, but all I said to them was that if I hadn't, been wearing my heels this wouldn't have happened so it's your fault i then proceeded to stroll down the rest of the stairs and get into my car like nothing happened we still all laugh about it to this day and my mom never suspected a thing iconic acting there from scarlett johansson yikes yikes do you have any do you, any um drink induced injuries or what's the worst one you've ever had drink induced um no i've been Fairly lucky. You are sorry. Own Luke's twenty first. You own Luke's twenty first. Oh yeah. Oh, our friend's twenty first. I will see. Yeah. This 
yeah <laughs> you don't have to tell it I yeah I don't want to tell the end of it because but anyway I'll tell I, it I, <laughs> no I would really rather you didn't but anyway we were at uh, my friend's 21st uh, my good friend from college and it was in Carlo and I got it was still during that period where I was just like drinking beyond all measure um, and we went out to the nightclub and we got back and in the middle of the night um, I was still really drunk and I got up to go to the bathroom and um, I like like I fell I like kind of fell off the bathroom right I fell off the toilet not off the bathroom yeah um, it was like what? an elevated bathroom and like um, no sorry I'm telling this wrong I was queuing for the bathroom and at the door I fell back into another room because the door was like slightly ajar or whatever. I don't like I just like passed. You were queuing like, for the bathroom in his house. In his house, yeah. And I fell back into the like r- whatever room was opposite that the door was opening, fell through and hit my head on the floor in there. It was like a wood floor. And then like came to it and I was obviously on the floor and I was like, what the fuck? So then went in and went to the bathroom and was kind of like passing out still, but like didn't fall again, but like basically gave myself a concussion at his house and ended up having to be seen to by medical professionals. And we'll leave it at that because my parents have been through enough, to be honest. Um, <laughs> do as I say and not as I do, children. Um, do you have another story? Um, yes, bear with me. Drink related uh, uh, issues? Uh, injuries? I don't know what way I pronounce injuries or issues. Um, okay, just listening to drinking. Speaking of ordering wine in the Chinese, my group of school friends aged 16 to 18, um, it was the eldest 18th and we went out to a Chinese sit-down meal to celebrate. Did everybody in Ireland have their 18th in the Chinese? Because I did as well. We had I had a house party. Not to brag, but I had a house party because my parents were legends. All right, fair enough. Um, sit down meal to celebrate. Her best pal, who was 17, asked for two bottles of Prosecco for the table. Bear in mind, only the birthday girl was actually 18. The waiter asked for the best pal's ID. She gave him her fake ID, which was her older cousin's ID. They look similar. He said, I'm sorry, I can't serve you. She was really taken aback because it usually worked for her. She asked why not. He said, because the girl in that picture is Ashling Healy. She used to work here and that's not you. The birthday girl... <laughs> Uh, the birthday girl then asked can I just order it instead and he gave us the wine anyway what a good guy legendary but unfortunate American the law in which we can't endorse on Michael. no don't do that um, I have one here um, about a mystery tour um, hope you enjoy the adventures of my teens so back when I was 16 in brackets 23 now and this still there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Haunts me. We won a Munster final with our Camogie Club. At the end of the season to celebrate, there was a mystery to our bland. Being the youngest on the team, I had to beg the mother to let me go. The other girls helped and promised to look after me. Eventually she gave in, blah, blah, blah. The one thing she forgot to ask them was where we were going. I didn't even know. So the day came. Well, that's kind of the point of mystery tour, but anyway, I believe that. Um, <laughs> came, the crack was mighty. We set off on a bus to God knows where, and we were playing drinking games galore. One of the games we had to ask questions, and if you got it wrong, you had to drink from one of those ga water bottles. Three out of six of them were filled with straight vodka. What? That's, that's just poisoning, like. Um, yeah. Of course, stupid here kept getting the vodka-filled ones. So there's me, 16 years of age in all my glory, necking these bottles of stray vodka. Attractive, I know. Well, by the time we got to kill a loo, the mystery location. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Kill a loo? No hate to kill a loo. My aunt's from there. It's legendary. Well, she's not from there. She lives there. Um, bear in mind, we were from Tip and the journey took over two and a half hours with toilet stops and all. I was not able to walk. Like I was absolutely legless. No amount of water could bring me back. Now, I remember zero of this, but at one stage I went to the bathroom, fell asleep on the toilet, and one of the girls had to climb up over the cubicle to get me. At that stage, they realized, well, we better ring her mom. So obviously she was less than happy with me, but nevertheless flew, and that's in all capitals, down the road to Claire. When she got there, I must have taken a turn because my coaches were begging if I could stay, as apparently I was having great crack. The car journey home, I reckon, was me in a past life or something. I told my mother that she should claim disability benefit because she only had one leg. I also started throwing my hands around the car and said that oh I was doing things. To this day, I have no clue what the hell that was about. Mam was so worried about me, she slept with me that night so I wouldn't get sick of myself. I literally had the hangover from hell because this was a Saturday night and I was still getting sick the following Wednesday. Sorry, that sounds That's like bad. You, That's that sounds it. like you had an outer body experience and some kind of devil inhabited your body. Like also, we can only hope her mom had both legs. Yeah, no, I think she did. I think that's <laughs> that's not really clear. Like, I very much have two legs. <laughs> um, um, Paddy's night a few years ago. I got locked and decided to go to a lad's house. My phone was about to die, so me and my friend decided to switch phones so that I could contact her and I'd be safe. Neither of us seemed to realise that we didn't have each other's passcodes so couldn't use the phones. I left his house at about 6am in a panic because my mom would be looking for me. I managed to flag down a taxi and didn't want to go back to my house so my mother wouldn't see me coming in at 7am. So I decided to go to get the taxi to my friend's house which is a lot further than mine. Um, I couldn't find her house even though I know where it is. I was trying to ring her on a phone I couldn't get into so I ended up trying her passcode multiple times and locking it indefinitely. I was looking for our house for about an hour and then and the taxi man was fuming. Then I decided to uh I don't know, then I decided to just drop to get him to drop me to my house. The taxi ended up costing 120 euro. And oh I only had, my god. And I only had 60, so he gave me his number and took my name and said I could arrange to meet him to pay it. I never did, lol. I was a broke student. My mother had a lot of questions for me when I got in, mortified. I was also afraid to tell my friend that that because we had swapped phones I had blocked hers from trying the passcode so many times but it turned out she had where am I 
but it turned out she had blocked mine too. We'll never forget the stress of that night. Christ, that sounds oh like an absolute God. fiasco. Sorry, this is a cracker. It's actually from the same girl who sent that mystery tour. Um, another story that stood out is one uh, is one of a New Year's Eve. Again, young and stupid, a friend of mine met a fella. She's fairly innocent now in terms of going off with lads, so this was a night of firsts. So she went off with this lad anyway, and I didn't see her for a while. About an hour later, your man comes running up to me and was saying, come quick, something's after happening, and she needs you. So off I went oblivious to what she was about to tell me. Turns out she was giving the lad a wank, First time ever, fair play, girl. But whatever was, what well, whatever it was, she stepped in those platforms we used to all wear. She fell, brought him down on top of her by the willy. <laughs> you would think she would let go, but nah, and broke her fucking wrist. I spent 12 hours New Year's Day in A&E and her with Daniel O'Donnell on the TV. Because of the torture of that, I always say to her and others, lol, remember that time you broke your wrist giving a fellow a wank? Ah. Oh my God. I love the fact that she just did not let go. <laughs> like just reefing him down. Like fair play though. Like because if she's going down, he may as well go with her. Do you know? Did he not end up in A and E as well? Seemingly not. Maybe his <laughs> broke his fall. I don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> um. Where am I now? Do 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 do. I have one here. So hard to read. Yeah, go for it. Um, hope you're both keeping well. I'm a fucking disaster, so I have no shortage of funny, embarrassing drink-related stories. It's a bit of a long one, so I will skip uh, to the actual start of it. Me and my friends were in Berlin a few summers ago and obviously had to take advantage of Berlin's incredible nightlife. After trying numerous clubs, we finally made it into one and we were all buzzed. Flash forward to six in the morning and me and two of the girls arrived back to our hostel. One of the girls wanted to finish her drink and was talking to a group in the hotel reception, so we went on up to bed. We got to the room and realized she had no key. And in our drunken state, there wasn't a hope in trekking down the five flights of stairs with the key. So I decided to prop the bin against the door to keep it open. I drifted, I drifted off into a lovely sleep, to which I, to which I was woken an hour later to my friends asking, Kira, is that yours? I looked up to see a man lying naked on the floor. In shock and maybe still drunk, I just answered, no, not mine, and lay down and tried to go back to sleep. And the next thing I knew, there were two security guards in our hostel room according, escorting the lovely naked gentleman from our hotel room. It turned out our friend had come up after finishing her drink and seen the naked man on the floor and decided it was a problem for the morning. The guy had wandered into the wrong room and just decided to strip and have a snooze and was horrified to be woken by two German security guards. Still will never forget the shock on his face when he realised he was stark naked in a room full of 18 to 19 year old girls. And she sent a photo and his dignity has been... Uh, blocked but he is very much naked and he he looks very peaceful I will say <laughs> that is terrifying that's why we should never you should never stay in hostels guys just don't do it they're not as fun as you think sure. they're going to be if anyone please go listen if you are new and you haven't go listen to the episode where we went to Amsterdam <laughs> our hostel because that's an experience to say the least I won't I won't do it anymore um, I got absolutely plastered while working as a freelancer not on the job obvs I had just gotten a new phone and rang a Sinn Féin TD several times because his number was the same I think this girl's a journalist was the same last four digits as my best friends he rang back and left a voicemail but I just hid any time he was in work after that Christ that's nearly I as well yeah I want, like, the, T- the TD or the journalist yeah the TD <laughs> Do you know, um, is it like Desi Ellis or something like, or is it Oh No Brain? 
Or was it Mary Lou? Like, do you know? I couldn't tell you. Mm-mm-mm. Um, I have one here in the emails. Everyone's been doing uh, emails. Uh, <laughs> job. I worked on the 26th floor of a skyscraper in the middle of down in Toronto. Wow, brag about it. I'm only joking if you listen to this and you think I've been really helpful. Um, one Friday night, I went out after work with my department and work was paying for the booze. I was the only token Irish in my department and was off taking advantage of the free vodka sodas. But since, since Toronto is so diverse and my colleagues aren't massive drinkers, all they ordered was shots. And in brackets, I know it makes no sense. Um, I ended up being fairly well on early in the evening. When the free booze dried up, I left and joined my Irish mates in another bar for a going away party with my football club. I had very little recollection of the other bar. Um, so anyways, the next morning, I woke up to a familiar sound, a sound I heard multiple times a day. It was the sound of the door on my office floor closing. One of the AVPs had come into the office and there I was at my desk, sitting on my chair with my feet up of a Saturday morning. It was about 11 a.m., I've never got such a fright in my life. I grabbed my stuff and leg- legged it. For reference, Toronto isn't a massive city, but the bar was a good 15, 20 minute walk from the bar, provided I even walked to the office. My desk is the first as you turn the corner on our floor too, so I'm fairly certain she saw me. We never brought it up and I wasn't able to look her in the eye. I have since left the company and that story was my parting gift for some of my colleagues, not all. The amount of times I wanted to ask the security man at reception for the CCTV footage, but I chickened out. Um, she said, I've a rake of other stories like falling asleep everywhere and getting lost in a mall in Vegas for a few hours after bottomless mimosas, before getting kicked out of the Chippendales for throwing a bottle of water at Vinny from Jersey Shore. Only oh my God. My way back in because I told the bouncer I was a decent and good person. This person really buried the lead with that story because I hadn't read this. Vinny from Jersey Shore. You know what you did. You know what you did. Oh, she said, Jesus Christ, I'm a dolls when I think of it, lol. No, you're fine. We've all been there. No, don't. We've all all thrown bottles of water on reality stars. Um, Hi, guys. So in college, I was visiting my friends in Galway for Halloween. So we were going out in fancy dress. My friend had no top to wear, so said she could have my new top, but she didn't want to wear it because she had a reputation for getting sick on nights out. But she wore it anyway. (laughs) She was like, sorry, like, you know. Literally, this has happened to me um, with tops, not with me getting sick. Um, Fast forward a few hours and I am absolutely polluted drunk. I don't remember anything, but was told I was kicked out of multiple establishments and fell down a flight of stairs too. I got sick on my friend that was wearing my new top, ironic. And (laughs) my friends brought me home to their student accommodation where security didn't even bother trying to get rid of me because I was put to sleep on the kitchen floor with only a tea towel to keep me warm. Apparently, I didn't know my name, where I was, or my date of birth, but knew my family, farms, hens. What is it? Fam, fam, sirs. I think there's a, some sort of autocorrect here. <laughs> um, and that's all I'd recite in my drunken state. Woke up frozen and not a clue why I was on the floor, but I thought I'd had a great night. With a hangover, hangover for the next week, never drank West Coast Cooler as mixer again. Oh, fair. Like... Don't screw yourself for doing that. Like Smart Off Ice and West Coast Cooler are not mixers. They're not. They're not. And you, you're only, you'll only ever do it once and then you'll learn yeah. your lesson. Yeah, truly. Um, did we read this one? I don't think so. Um, me and my now bestie went to a ball at the start of first year college in 2016 and we both got absolutely obliterated because there was free champagne. It was a college society ball and the committee had been gifted a room by the hotel. We were dragged to the room by our friends after I threw up under our table in brackets. Oh. 
meal on a 12,000 euro carpet. Sorry, if you pay 12,000 euro for a carpet, I'd get sick of it as well, to be honest. Carpets are expensive. Well, I don't care. Do you know? <laughs> I don't care. I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> um, ran to get sick in what I thought was the bathroom, but actually it was the storeroom of the bar where I projectile vomited and she, this is the other friend, in brackets, wearing a strapless dress. Oh my God, I exed out of it. Oh, sorry, hang on. Wearing she flashed Decided it? to flash her table. Yeah. yeah. We get to this room and are put to bed. I go to turn out the lamp beside the bed and the lamp falls, blowing the electricity in the room. My friend is lying in the bed going to sleep and our other mates hear a hissing sound and they're like, oh my God, there must be a leaky pipe. Nope. My friend was pissing the bed. Um, <laughs> So then we were driven home by our two friends. We get to my apartment and my roommate is walking towards me with a cup of tea. And I'm like, what are you doing up? And he just starts laughing and he says, I won't say her name, but X, it's 10.30. We had lasted less than two hours at the ball. The ball started at half seven. You couldn't come up with any name other than X? (laughs) Well, I didn't want to. I know, I panicked. I panicked. (laughs) I panicked. That is a calamity of errors. What a night. Oh, what a night. Um, we're getting to the end of these now, I think. Yeah, we sure are. I'm trying to think of anything else from my own uh, back catalogue or from yours. No, no. Um, oh, sorry, did we read this one? Um, God, this is so long, but it might be good. What if it's not? Give it a go. I think it might be. Um, Now, stop me if you have heard this one before. Um, Back in 2003, 2004, question mark. And then she said, I'm a bit older than you guys. I was in college in NUIG and my best friend from home was in TCD, uh, Trainers for Winners. We'd often visit each other midweek as we were both our students with few hours and hectic social lives. And of the best college nights out were midweek. Couldn't agree more. My best pal, Anon, as she's now a grown-up professional, uh, busted over to Galway Wednesday night. We, of course, being broke, got totally shit-faced in my house before heading straight up, straight to the long-gone legendary club Cuba in Air Square. It's nearly 20 years. And also I was plastered, so I remember nothing except Anon ended up scoring one of my friends and I couldn't find her at the end of the night. Finally, as they were turning on the lights, we spotted each other from across the room and she sprinted to me so rotten drunk that she escaped from her shoes, which remained upright on the dance floor and embraced. Me wailing, I've lost my phone. Now remember, this is pre-smartphone. I'm talking Nokia 3310, no social media, no internet on your phone, no passwords. So I rang her phone and the guy answered. I asked him where he was. He said he was in Cuba. I said, speaking on my friend's path, I'm in Cuba too. Can I get my phone back? He said, no, and hung up. So I began inundating her phone with abusive, threatening texts that he returned the phone. Nothing. Eventually, we retreated me home and Anon back to my friend who she'd been scoring their place. I'm talking to him in bed around an hour when I get a text from my housemate who's in bed in the next room uh, who's not been out that night. She says, is Anon okay? I reply, yeah, she's grand. She's gone back to Gary's Gary's housemate. I just got this really weird text message from her. It says, I'm so sorry. I love you all. I have AIDS and I'm going to kill myself. Jesus, Lula. I don't don't know. Should we keep going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can. I I hadn't read it. I reply, the last message seemed funny. I reply, ah, yeah. Some arsehole stole her phone off my plop 
Off I pop to sleep, not plop. Um, <laughs> Off I pop to sleep. <laughs> the next morning I wake to a barrage of confused text messages from Mutual's friends. Is it not okay? I got the weirdest text from her. So I call Gary, whose apartment she's staying in, and the two of them are still in drunken, giggling ignorance. It literally takes me an hour to explain to them that someone has contacted, has texted everyone in her contact chain that she's killed herself. We're all still a bit pissed when we meet in town and start to figure it out. A girl we knew from school who lived in Amsterdam or someplace had rang her parents in the middle of the night and got them to call Anand's parents' house to tell them what had happened. And then she says, back in the early 90s, mom and dad didn't really use mobiles. They definitely didn't text. She was like, ours didn't anyway. By the time she contacted her parents, they were halfway to Dublin, where from Kerry, to try to find her. Her housemates, mostly Erasmus students, she didn't know that well. So she didn't tell them where she was going, didn't tell them anything, got the message and realized she wasn't in a room. So they called the guards. The guards came, searched her room, took her diary. Everyone we knew was completely freaking out while we were none the wiser. This guy was smart enough not to send me the text as I'd been texting the phone trying to get it back. After hours of really embarrassing phone calls, I walked her to the bus back to Dublin and went home thinking it was over. But no, she rang me the next day. Her parents were so understandably angry. They'd contacted Joe Duffy and I got a no from my parents a few hours later saying they'd heard all about what I'd been up to on a Wednesday when I should have been studying because they heard it on Joe Duffy. The tabloid heading the following day read, psycho texter said I'd killed myself, in brackets, seriously. The funny Holy. thing is that, the funny thing is that anyone who's really close to Anon got the message, so her sister, recent ex-boyfriend, other BFF, just went straight back to sleep after getting the message, all thinking she must have lost her phone or something. The following Christmas, the examiner printed a list of worst things that had happened during the year. Our drunken story was on it. Above the Stevens Day tsunami. What? Oh my God. Poor girl didn't go to a wedding, funeral, graduation for years where someone didn't ask her about it. Keep me on, please. Not that it's obvious who we are anyway, but I think my lovely BFF might be the very first victim of a catfish slash troll. Oh, and she had to call the guard station to retrieve her diary to the lot of them smirking in brackets, mortal. What have I just read? What did I just read? Is it just for years Anon starting to sound like a quite a nice name for a girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's insane. I'm sure you could find them if you Googled them, could you? That is absolutely insane. That's completely insane, like. Also, how grim is that examiner to be just printing a list of shit things that happened that year? That actually reminds me of, and I really can't identify anyone in this, but it's not anyone I know. It's like a friend of a friend who this doesn't really have anything to do with drinking, but like that same kind of thing of something making a newspaper when it really shouldn't have. Um, this person was just after buying like a brand new car um, and went and drove out to somewhere in Kildare. I don't want to give it away again because it'll be fairly obvious, maybe. Um, and went to like parked up and went to go for a walk wherever this place is you can go walking there um, and went went on their way blah 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 came back and the car was gone and I think it was that they'd gone on their break from uh, their work because they worked near the area as well they went on their lunch and um, they came back to the office and was obviously like here someone's after stealing someone's after stealing my car and whatever and got onto the guards and like said it to her family and whatever and like obviously there's kind of like a a, a search happens then obviously because it's such a new car and whatever else and like kind of goes everywhere blah 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 
um, the next thing, like she gets a call and from the guards and they're like, what's the rage again? Or like, what's the make, blah, blah, blah. And she's, and she says, and um, they're like, yeah, um, it's, it's back where, it's back where you were walking. She's just like forgotten that she'd parked it there or like had gone to the wrong spot and thought it was stolen. But the next day, it's like the front page story of the local newspaper in Kildare about people robbing cars and her car had never been robbed. Why have I, why have I heard this before? I've told you this before, I think. How? That's, yeah, that's me. Well, it could happen the best of us now. It, it could very easily happen to me. I need to shut my mouth because I lose everything. But um, Do we have any more stories or is that it? I think that's a good one to end on. I also think that's a good one to end on. Um, thanks so much, everyone, for sending them in. Hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. I think Breed has so many bandwagons before uh, before we bid you adieu. So, Breed, can you enlighten us? I sure do. Um, I started listening to a new podcast today. It's actually very okay. good. I know I'm laughing. Catherine Ryan has started a podcast. One of my favorite comedians. Oh, you, you know love her? Yeah. I love her. She's like one of the I, few people I've seen live. Um, Canadian, Irish comedian who loves plastic surgery and the Kardashians. Um, but she has started one and it's called Telling Everybody Everything. Right. And she just talks about her life. Because I don't know if you know this, but she got married like last year after like a very short romance with a, her high school sweetheart and it's like her whole stand-up bit was about how she was like can you hear that motorbike yeah rude mr motorbike very rude. anyway she um her like her whole stand-up thing was about being a single mom and like independent woman who didn't need a man and then all of a sudden she'd like met someone and got married within like nine months so she talks about that in the first episode she talks about uh, I think second episode is like she had a miscarriage recently. She talks about that. And then the third one, she gets like her daughter on who's like 10 and really funny. And they answer like listener emails and they talk about Tiger King. Um, and it's just really, it's just really, really good. She's just really funny and has really good way of talking about serious things and just like big things, but like still That's... makes it funny. That story of her getting married to the high school sweetheart is, it, it tickled me a lot. That is very, very... Did you see it on Jonathan Ross? No, I don't think I watched that. I think I read an interview with her or something or some story about it, but... She's a great storyteller. I would I can't recommend it enough. And they're only like max half an hour each episode. So you'll fly through them. What's so... that podcast called just for anyone listening? I'm just going to double check. It is Telling Everybody Everything. It's a decent name. Yeah, I think so. And that, like, it's just vague enough as well. You never know what she's going to talk about, so. Um, get it wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Act as well. Has it, Have you been watching? Did you catch up last night? I have not. I'm on, um, yeah, so we actually, we went away and watched it not on the RT player because we actually just couldn't wait. Um, so I'm, we're on episode five, which won't be airing on, the player until next week you can find it go find your links but um well i think we're gonna try and finish it tonight it's unbelievable it's just so it's just such a mad story anyway and like i've i've known about it but to see that like how they acted out and it's so well done you're a better place to explain it though for anyone who doesn't have a clue yeah it's uh in the world of true crime it's a pretty big story like i would have heard of, i've heard a few podcasts on it 
and I've seen like the Dr. Phil interview and stuff, but it's basically about this girl called Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her mom, Dee Dee Blanchard had Munchausen's by proxy, which is basically a disease um, that makes you, where you inflict like illness or you make your someone yourself or someone close to you sick or something like that so that you will get sympathy from everyone around you or you'll get like you'll benefit off it um in some way so it's about that and about a story that happened in 2015 uh and it's true and it's crazy i don't want to spoil it because i literally ruined it for my housemates last night well actually very good um patricia arcade is in it and she is just she's insane she is just the most incredible actor it's absolutely insane i think she won an emmy for it because this actually came out last year like i'm very uh, really really late to it and it's just that rt are seemingly broadcasting it now um what's your one's name joey king i kept calling her she gives an unbelievable performance chloe savigny however you pronounce her second name um she's in it um it's like a kind of hired up neighbor kind of person. It's it's very good. Some kind of hard moments in the first two episodes, um, but like uh, so worth a watch. So Definitely. so worth a watch. It's only I think it's eight episodes in total, um, and you yeah. can watch. They're dropping them in double bills on the RT player and on RT two. Um, but you can definitely find the full series elsewhere. But that's the act, and that's uh, Wednesdays on RT two for if you want to watch it that way. At nine, I think, is it? At nine, yeah. Um, but don't Google it. If you want to be completely shocked, try not to Google it before you watch it because the minute you type in their names, you'll get like the whole the whole final episode, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. um, so, sorry, yeah. and for anyone who has watched it, what's that documentary that you recommended on it as well? Uh, Mommy, Mommy Dead and Dearest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but watch it after. No spoilers. No, Unless you don't mind, don't mind spoilers, then go for it. Yeah. And finally, Breed? Um, there's a concert happening on Saturday. What's it called? One World Together at Home. It's going to be like a Live Aid thing, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's my, jo- <laughs> my job to, to tell you, but like, um, so it's going to be a virtual concert and they have like some of the biggest acts from around the world who are going to take part and it's going to be streamed into our homes. Who can, who's playing at it? Uh, you were saying Picture This. Picture This, Niall Horan, J-Lo, Pharrell, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Billie Eilish, uh, Elton John. Usher. David Beckham, Idris Elba. They're all going to be there. They've. I don't know if they'll be singing tunes. But, uh, and I assume they're just going to all do it in their own homes. Um, yes, I think so. Camilla Cabello, obviously, because she can't, she has to be involved in everything. Um, <laughs> Gaga's, Gaga secured a $35 million donation um, for the World Health Organization's COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. So it's for a great cause. And like, we're not really going to be doing anything else. So um, it's going to be hosted by Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert. Um, and there's there no women, no? As well. No women, no, sure. Pff, of course not. There's no way like TV hosting in general, though, in America. Well, same here, actually, but... Um, do you know, I feel sorry for Angela Scanlon because her new show got kind of shagged with all this uh, Chrome oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I was looking um, forward to that. Six-hour pre-show will include performances from Jennifer Hudson, Cheryl Crow, The Killers, Charlie Puth, Hosier, Annie Lennox, and more. 
um, and that begins at 2pm but I don't know like what time that will be but I think RT are simulcasting it as well you said that didn't you yeah same uh, so you'll be able to watch that I will just check now RT are yeah. going to simulcast it um, we'll air across RTE RT Player and RT2FM this Sunday at 7pm and the two hour programme will also feature our friends Darren Gary and Owen McDermott so there you go what a buzz yep that's all. They were good Don Dragons this week. They were. <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening. As always, we have a bonus episode coming to the Patreon tomorrow. Uh, will we tell them what it's about? If people may want Yeah. It's about um, pri- primary school. <laughs> it's, about, it's about primary school because I wanted to do an episode on Scooby bracelets and Breed reckoned we wouldn't get an hour out of it. And I had to agree, <laughs> to be honest. But um, it should be good. So keep an eye out for that if you're subscribed. And if not... I mean, why not now? Why not now? Um, If not now, then when? If not now, then when? Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you want to leave a review and rate us, that would be great. Follow us on Spotify. Do the other stuff on on the the Apple Apple Podcast. That's what it's called. (laughs) Um, We're Bandwagon's Podcast everywhere on social media. I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. And we will see you... Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.